Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Hello, Chris Black. Good afternoon. What's up? What up, bro? How are you? I'm good. Good. Today's oh yeah, it's it's freaking TJF Friday, baby. You excited? Uh, well, since we're recording this on Thursday, I don't have those feelings yet. This is kind of broadcasting 101. If you ever hope to make it in the media, you're gonna have to learn how the system works. Do you think that oh. it takes like three years for a movie to come out? Do you think Pixar fucks up like that? I don't think so. Good point. Damn, I gotta, I gotta get in my Hollywood mindset. I'm sorry, I'm slacking. You're a big fuck up. So anyway, <laughs> you are now in LA. We checked yeah. in. Chris we checks checked. in. What's going on? What's the vibe? Bitch, What's the scene do report? Not dun- do not Dunstan me. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who Dunstan is. <laughs> I ain't no, I ain't no Dunstan. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, scene report is. I mean, you know, things are good, bro. I'm a little jet lag. You know, I woke up at like three forty five this morning. I wasn't feeling great. You know, three forty five. What did you do with yourself, Chris? I mean, what do you think I did? I fucking scrolled on my phone until you know four thirty. Tried to fall back asleep. Felt like shit. Woke up. Got on my grizzly and hit the gym. You already know the vibes, Jason. Ooh. 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 A dark existence, but you know someone's gonna do it. It's it really is dark, honestly. I feel like shit. I, actually, I feel okay. I mean, once <laughs> I get a little sweat out, and then I I went to my local Whole Foods to get the warm embrace. Mm-hmm. So you were letting me know that your your barista juice juice man and women at the Whole Foods remembered you and remembered your order when you they arrived. They said, "Chris." They said, "Chris, how have you been?" Oof. And then just started making making the smoothie. Damn, it reminds me of like when when uh like a the owner of a dog like goes to the hospital and then the dog chases after the ambulance all the way there and waits waits for months for them to come out of the ER. The, that's the the Whole Foods baristas for you. They were waiting for Papa to come home, weren't they? They were waiting for Papa to come home, and I was like, "So good to see you guys." They blessed me with the fucking berry nutritious, my favorite. What's the difference between the keto berry and the berry nutritious? Can you break that down for me? 
I, I actually – I can't actually. I don't know. I think that might just be a branding thing. I think that – you know, I don't know if you know this, Jason, but the, the keto diet is very hot right now. So I feel like maybe they just throw the keto name on anything and it's good to go. Okay. Well, I was just asking because that's what I order from Whole Foods and I actually had a keto berry just yesterday and, and I, I'm surprised that you don't order it because it has peanut butter in there and it also is the lowest calorie smoothie on the on the menu. So for you to not be ordering that is kind of off-brand for you and it makes sense for your waist size. I'm not really into – I don't like saying keto keto i i just don't like it it's just so so simply because you don't want to say the (laughs) word out loud is why you don't do it russia ugly i don't like ugly words like beautiful words you know do you like saying rimowa yeah i love that that's a beautiful word that's a (laughs) keto what is the fuck what's fuck keto they don't that is okay do you do you prefer saying the word ketosis or ketogenic Which one are, do any of those tickle your fancy more? Ketosis is pretty cool because it it sounds like I don't know. It sounds drug related, but it sounds uh, like you guys opened for them in '99. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we played. We we were under the couch with them. We went on at eight. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you might have missed our set. Um, <laughs> but just punishing uh, metal. Those guys. Ketosis. Ketosis is a seven inch for sure. <laughs> um, I still. Still don't know what ketosis diet is. It's like Bitcoin for you, huh? Uh, yeah, do- dog coin, Bitcoin, stocks. I don't know any of that shit is. And I don't. I don't care, bro. I like that you include you include the <laughs> Doge coin. All you know, all these things that truly are mysteries to many people, legitimately. And then you also made sure to include stocks, just in general as a whole, or or something. Well, I just want to make sure I cover, which is odd for you, capitalist Chris. I mean, I'm talking to Ben. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm I, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people about this stuff, and I'm not getting information, you mm. know. And you, I, I think you are getting information, but maybe that brain isn't able to absorb yeah. it, bro. I can look. I can't. I'm not saying that I can. I am obviously no, no, no. I'm. I'm only, with you. I'm not, you know, I only shine in the real estate market, not so much in terms of you know hedge fund <laughs> long term investments. Or, you know, anything like that. I know you're looking at long-term annuity. You're looking at your 401k, uh, you know, all that stuff. Um, Thanks to Spotify. Um, But I I don't know. That's right. right. I don't. I just have no interest in fad diets or stocks or coins. Mm. Well, I'm surprised that you don't have an interest in in seeking the one of, you know, because you you do love getting the runner's high, right? That's uh, a, you're able to achieve a high that you desperately need in life with natural, just the only thing that's doing it is your freaking body, you know what I mean? And the big man upstairs, of course. Well, I mean, there's... Ketosis is another form of of a runner's high, except it's more of just an eater's high, I suppose. And that's where... I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So do, like you, it's, do you what, think it? Do you? I mean, this is. It's not like a fat. This is not like you know. Hey, you guys should eat non-fat milk or something like that, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is bullshit." I think this is more. This is like a scientific thing that happens to people, and it's not. It's not like a diet. Scientific according according to who? Fauci. <laughs> I don't know if he specializes in <laughs> in achieving ketosis. I don't know. Maybe my my guys. Laird Hamilton down there at Laird Superfoods, they're probably achieving a Nirvana-like uh, trance state of if ketosis. Laird, 
if Laird wants to have me out and explain it to me, then by all means, I'm I'm in. But right now, Chris, I mean, we'll see if that's in the budget for Q3. But right now, it's not looking a hundred. Well, I would love for an expert to explain the ketosis diet, and I do chase highs all the time from exercise. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I guess that's really it. But but I don't I don't I don't know. I just I don't like diets. I I just think it's like a boring way to live. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't like thinking that much about. I don't know. I just feel like my minimal brain power that I'm not using for Dogecoin, Elon Musk, or ketosis is better spent elsewhere. Right, right, right. So it's good. So somebody like you, Chris, who will just eat anything, no problemo. You know, you're not checking the la- the labels, the brands, the nutritional benefits, the we calories. You know, we don't. You're not into any of that stuff at all, right? I, I actually don't check that stuff, Jason. I really don't. That is an absolute load of horse shit because... No, I don't. I just you, don't you eat it right. You're more discriminating with what foods you put into your body more than anyone else I know. And for you to say that not, you're not, not a diet not man... Mm. No, but I'm not looking at information. I'm not like tracking it on an app. I just think this is good and that's bad. I'm not going to eat very much of it. It's it's a very simple it's a it's a very simple approach, Jason. It's not like I, it's not like I'm some fucking you know I'm not I'm not a freak. I know. I'm just letting you know that what the way that you live your life and as it pertains to the foods that you put inside of your body would be considered to most people an extreme form of dieting. That's all. Well, well, I don't. I just don't want I don't... you to 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 sully the good name of dieters out there. No, I think people should do whatever they want to do. I'm not. I'm not shaming diets at all. I just. It's not for me. I, I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't want to live like that. I also just learned quickly. Like, I don't know. There's a few things you shouldn't eat. You know, I'm going to stay away from the dairy. I'm going to stay away from the bread. I'm going to stay away from the sugar. You know. I guess I'm eating right now, Chris. I don't know, but this isn't. This isn't going to help your Hawaii bot. I know that. I'm eating dairy. I'm. Ha- I'm having an ice matcha latte with uh with a nice squeeze of whole did you make this yourself american milk yeah i made it myself wow jason's whisking in the kitchen now well i'm actually frothing with a cocktail shaker that's so that's the way i prefer it it gets a little bit better of a mouthfeel you remember that drink i used to really love i I should have one of those they have it at proof and they have it intelligentsia and they they, it's the exact same drink but they call it two different things where it's three shots of espresso a little bit of agave syrup shaken the angelino yeah, that was a real douchey, douchey coffee drink. I forgot about that one. That shit, that shit hits though. Uh, let me just get an iced Angelino. Yeah, I mean it's been, it's been, dude. La- I'm on the phone. Last night, of course, for a touchdown, we head straight to Erwan to see to see Mikey and Tim. And mm-hmm. you know this guy, this guy like walks out of Erwan like aggressively, and he was wearing like a leather jacket and like black Subi skinny jeans and like a Rolex. And I was like, I hate it here. Um, <laughs> Which location did you go to? Beverly, I don't go fuck Silver Lake, bro. That I'm, only never, going to I'm just saying that would have never happened at Silver Lake. Oh, I know. Some guy that looks like he's the third auxiliary percussionist in Animal Collective would have walked out with some fucking bananas. It's what's worse. I would rather see that than a fucking um, you know, skin tight Subi club promoter, bro. No, I, I well that's because that hits too close to home for you, where the other hits too close to home for me. Hmm. And how many pairs of Subis have you owned over the years? Zero, I'm assuming? No, I had some Subies back in the day. How many have I owned, Chris? Bitch, they don't fit you. Mm. <laughs> your Honor. You couldn't even... They wouldn't the even defen- let you... The in, defense they, rests, Your Honor. They, they wouldn't even let you valet at Barney's, bro. They Chris, wouldn't even let Chris, you in. Chris, I get the Subies for free, and guess what I say? I'm, I'm, all, I'm all set. And for you, Chris is like, here's my... <laughs> Do you guys take Visa or MasterCard? How does it work? No, I, I had a... I'm willing to pay I, double. 
I had a pair of Subies in 07, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know. But they are, you know, Subie for, for, for uh, who knows why, Kasubi is back, baby. Kasubi is back. Lil, you're, I'm going to start calling you Lil Subie Vert the, with the amount of Sub that you have in your closet at all times. Don't, to, don't and I only brought put, that up because we need to talk about his, uh, his we, facial. We will, and I'm going to put, I'm going to put a Chrome Hearts logo in my, in between my <laughs> eyes. What do you think about that? <laughs> I've been thinking. Just, I've been thinking about it all solid, day. A solid half ounce of silver affixed yeah, just, to your skull it, and cranium. If you take it, if you take it out, I could die. <laughs> yeah, we need to get into that with our guests because we we simply do not have the ability to break it all down in just two or three minutes. We that don't we have before we have to. I wonder. I wonder what our guests would put in, in between his eyes. Well, we'll have to find out. But our, our guest today is uh, Jake Longstreth, uh, a painter. What a name. Um, I know it's a great name. He's a painter. He's he's also a big a big time uh, representative of the Glendale neighborhood that Jason also claims. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like we're having a little face off for mayor of Glendale here on How Long Gone. Uh, yeah. Jake Jake is also uh, the co host of the very popular Time Crisis show with Ezra Canning from Vampire Weekend. Um, oh. So he's so it's so 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 consider this episode not only the battle for Glendale but also the battle for DSPs with with big Spotify coming in over here and. Apple Music on the other side. Yeah, who's going to win? You hate, Jason? you hate Apple, Chris. No, I'm fu- no, I'm with I'm with I'm with Jake. It's you me and totally Jake versus hate you. Apple, it's so cool. It's, so it's two I, two against one, and we'll see. But how just check, yeah. But, but, but well, check out our little profile and anchor today, where we talk about how we podcast for our friends at Spotify. That's right, Chris. We should check that out. Good old anchor. I think blog.anchor.fm. You could read a little profile where we do a little Q and A questionnaire, and you could see some photos of what the inside of. And the outside of my house looks like. Please don't stop. More important, more more importantly, I'm in those photos. Um, and uh, you know, let's not lose focus of what's important. And shout out to our shout out to our shooter, uh, Justin Chung, mm-hmm. old friend, old friend, friend of the show, uh, for taking those photos for us. Yeah, thank you, Justin. Um, and also, I'm glad because those photos were taken in like November or something like that, right? So that's kind of yeah. old. So it's it's good because right now, as I'm dealing with my body dysmorphia issues. It's it's good to look at those picks and and you know to see an A B comparison of you against me, so I'm able to kind of look skinnier in comparison of the two, and that kind of helps me through the day. So oh, I thought I thought it was more like you you're, you're gonna yeah. Well, I mean, I like to give you something to work towards, so I'm glad that I could be your your hashtag body goals making the stallion voice. Uh, it's not so much the body goals. It's so much you know. It's like Del Taco is not the best Mexican food in the world, but when you put it next to Taco Bell. It's it's looking like the better option out of the two. This is sort of okay. what I'm saying. No, we'll I, get I into that and more with our guest. I understand what you're saying, and I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> let's give him. Let's give him a call. Toodaloo, <laughs> toodaloo. All right, Jason. I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, he's got a new show opening at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when, when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith... Late sculptures at Hauser and Worth 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures 
from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years, and as much as you want to touch them, they are look, but do not. Mm-hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is kind of is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location, and it closes on... April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, Mm. Um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, (laughs) Internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T. R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code how long. This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. That is Booking dot, yeah. Booking.com offers so many possibilities across the U.S. Uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun, to remote mountain cabins, We can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me. I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know I mean? It's always baseline. Oh, wow. It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert. It's baseline, Chris, but when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the U.S., if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof, I can only imagine. I, I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post-V-Day trip up into wine country, hmm. and I can't wait to see who I will be when I am there. So book whoever you want to be on Booking.com. Booking dot yeah. All right. What's Gucci, baby? Uh, welcome to How Long Gone. How you feeling? JL. Thanks for having me. Uh, f- the long man. Feeling good. Glad we got that worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just yeah. troubleshooting you. We were getting the geek squad was in the building and we got you all sorted out. Feels good now? Yeah. Very pro. <laughs> luckily, luckily, you know, I don't bring much to the table on this podcast, but Jason is is pretty technically proficient which helps you need that you know you guys are kind of more of the artiste and i'm kind of the back of house lambing who's really doing the heavy lifting we we all need one but anyway jake so i hear i hear you're in you're a glendale man this is correct uh more eagle rock oh oh when you say more eagle rock do you mean (laughs) eagle rock yeah i mean eagle rock highland park (laughs) border you know the vaughns on uh Colorado and Figueroa. 
Yes. Yes, I do. I'm kind of near there. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just heard word that you were a Glendale person. So, you know, I got excited because I live in Glendale, but it's fine. You know, I love Eagle Rock just as much as I love Glendale. I thought, I, th- I was hoping we were going to have a f- podcast face off for the king of Glendale, <laughs> is, is what I was hoping for. But uh, unfortunately, that's canceled. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. We also saw, I saw a couple of your paintings that were Glendale based. So may, I was, maybe it was wishful thinking on my part. Right. I do have a series of paintings titled In Glendale. And why were they entitled that? Did you have an Airbnb? Did you want to see what it's like to live in the greatest city <laughs> in the world? Um, I just I like the ring of it. Um, there's a there's a Tim Heidecker record called In Glendale, and I always like that as a. It's not really it's not so much a reference to him, but I just I just kind of stole the title because I just it's a it's an elegant title. Um, mm-hmm. Less of a borrow, more of a an outright classic steal, just a straight yeah, up steal. steal. But you know what? It's different mediums. <laughs> he made a re- That's he true. made a record. And then I made a series of paintings. And I also sometimes will go hiking in Glendale, um, like in, in Brand Park area. Bro, that is my neighborhood. Really? Yeah. That's a sweet, we got a link. That's a sweet hood. So, Thank you. So you're saying, well, now, unfortunately, anytime you come to Glendale, you're going to have to check in with Jason. So um, just, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. But that's kind of a necessary thing. Yeah. Um, Mer- Mark Marin and I, you know, if both of us are in town at the same time, you unfortunately, you know, there is like a 25% occupancy rule going on right now, thanks to COVID. So only two podcasters can live here at once, or at least visit and the Ralph's Fresh Fair that's right by his house is I don't I don't want to say it's better than your Vons, but it's going to give it a run for its money. <laughs> Wait, so so he moved over there in the last year or two? He escaped yeah. Highland Park like a wise man, and then came on down to the d- only Dale that matters, Glendale. And I did find out from a listener of the show that what his exact address is, and I don't want to know how they found out, but I, I cross reference it, and it is absolutely his house. So if you want his Addy. After the show, let me know. Have you, I would love to take you. Have you invited him on this program, or would that just be we, like we, too intense? Um, I don't. Well, I don't have a way to really contact him directly outside of just a a cold DM. So I don't think he was, he would answer. We've also made fun of him pretty relentlessly on this podcast. Not that he listens, um, but uh, but maybe he would be down to clown. I don't know. I, I wonder though if you podcast at that level. I don't know if he's ever been on another. I can't think of him ever yeah, going on. I don't. I can't. Podcast. I can't think of another time. Did he where do? I heard did him. he do Fresh Air? Maybe or something when his book came out, or like a TV show or something that he's promoting. Maybe Fresh Air. Fresh Air don't count as a pod though, even though it is available as a pod. You know what that's I mean? That's true. That's true. That's true. I that's an agree. NPR show. I agree. Has he done? Maybe. Maybe he did Rogan like many years ago. I could see that. Yeah, he may have done. Or maybe a, he did like Corolla too. like eight years ago, like early yeah. early days. I would really like to do Rogan. You know, that's really more our wheelhouse. Jason and I are actually we're moving how long gone to Houston. <laughs> we're we're going to te- we're going to Texas with the rest of the podcasters. I wanted to use this episode to announce that. Um, yeah, we got to get you down to the ranch, Jake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. want some? I have some whistle pig <laughs> bourbon. If you guys want to pour up for the rest of the show, you know, I was thinking about this, and I was talking about this with, with a friend of the show, Jacob Gallagher, who's a, a, a men's style writer at the Wall Street Journal, and I would love to hear your insight. Why do you think rich men, specifically like actors, turn into cowboys later in life <laughs> and like buy a ranch and wear double RL head to toe and like have horses? Like that seems terrible it's to me. Pimp as fuck. Is that is that because they want like a sense of normalcy, or do you think it's just like full cosplay? Yeah, I mean, I guess 
there's a few options. You get into like real estate, you get into cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're more of like a like if you think of yourself as more of a kind of a rugged outdoorsy guy, yeah, maybe you go ranch or maybe you're from that part of the country and you want to it's a good combination of real estate and cars because Mm -hmm. you can't just take over a ranch you have to buy it from like a real estate agent so you know that's one box checked and you gotta (laughs) you gotta have you know a fat ass truck to get around on the on the property right yeah you gotta have a fat ass truck you gotta have a a 2021 toyota tundra um, oh yeah with big wheels on it or you have to have like the the seventies F one fifty that barely can make it to the feed store. <laughs> Both of them get me hard as a rock. Both of them. Both yeah, options. actually, Jake, I just so I just um, I'm I'm living in L A now, and I have to get a car. I wonder if you had any advice for me. I'm going through a lot of a lot of uh, emotional turmoil um, because I didn't think of myself as a car person, but now I have a lot of opinions. I didn't think. Oh I had. wow! Yeah, Jake, do you have a background in auto sales at all? Or? Yeah, do you have, yeah. What is your background? At the very least, do you have a car? Yeah, I'm I'm a big minivan proponent. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's going to work out for Chris. Why not? Well, I mean, look, I'm open to anything right now. Um, he thinks that he's too sexy for a minivan. I'm assuming. If no, I, I don't actually. The car, the car I was looking for is unfortunately unavailable to me. The the ma- the make and model I want with a certain a couple features are not available, and I'm just not really a patience guy. Mm. Um, what do you want? Uh, Mercedes E350 with the pano roof. Wow. Okay. And I didn't know this, but apparently, yeah, suck bla- on that. black on black Mercedes is like a very is like a, the the most popular car they make. Like any anything black on black, so it makes it very difficult to find. I guess in Southern mm. California, is it, is it from a, like a specific era that you're looking or what? No, brand new. Okay, is that like a four door sedan yeah. or what is what is that? Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do what do you do? You think that's too much for me? Or is do you that think is that's that like V eight, V six, probably six? I actually. Actually, I think it's a, you know, unfortunately, I'm it's not, not going to really be a, a V8. It's not going to be a V8. It'll be a V6 if he's lucky. I'm not really into the mechanic part. I'm just like, it looks nice. You know, it's yeah. comfortable. I'm a pretty tall guy, so I want to be able to accommodate my guests um, with four doors. Chris is far from a grease monkey, as you'll learn uh, as, yeah. the, as the pod progresses. So you said minivan. Are you a Honda Honda Odyssey cat? Exactly. I'm on my second yeah. Honda Odyssey now. Yeah, I had a feeling. That, that's the cult. That is the cult van of choice, correct? Yeah, it's a sick van. I mean, um, <laughs> well, you want to if you want a van that drives like a like a sedan, you you pick up the all new Honda Odyssey. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm into the used Odysseys. Like, I had a '99 <laughs> for a long time, and then I oh, about three, two or three years ago, I got rid of that and I bought a 2011 Honda Odyssey okay. that had about eighty thousand miles on it. And uh, dude, it is okay. Basically, <laughs> it has the same carrying mm-hmm. capacity. Sell, sell me on the dream. Okay. Sell me on okay. the dream, Jake. Basically, it has the same or more carrying capacity as like most pickup trucks. Like you can fit a four by eight sheet of mm-hmm. yeah. plywood or drywall in the back of that van. <laughs> Let's go. You're really you're really speaking my language now. Mm-hmm. Or or you can put the seats in. Basically, like you mm-hmm. you can take the seats out, and and you can carry a ton of stuff in it, which I do all the time. Mm-hmm. Or you can put the seats in and you know, move six people around easily. Right. So all of your kids can fit in there. You could take the seats out or, and then you can do some pull up to Home Depot and you can get her done. You can get after it for one of your weekend projects, right? Absolutely. Plus it's plus, (laughs) I mean, it's a van, so everything's covered. There's nothing like going to, you know, like, Oh yeah. If you have to haul embarrassing cargo, it doesn't matter (laughs) because it's you, you're in the Honda Odyssey 
obviously you have limo tint on the back seat windows, but if you have the Toyota Tacoma, your embarrassing cargo is flapping in the wind, and that's not good for your for your profile in the street. I also just think like it is low key like the coolest look because I think like people put a lot of uh, psychic weight into pickup trucks. Either like they get the sort of eighties vintage pickup truck that's like kind of hip and cool. Or they get like mm-hmm. they're like very straight up like the ranch guy who is like trying to flex like he's driving like a F two fifty around and it's just like a dual a dually the ones with yeah. the, the double tires in the back and it's like in L A Honda Odyssey is just like you're like you're, you're like quietly confident mm. you it's, know that's it's the, that's, it's the antithesis of yeah that. it's just like yeah. straight pragmatism you're confident you don't need to flex. You, there's no need for the Blue Lives Matter Batman sticker on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to put the Punisher skull on it. It's, it's okay fine. if you still put it there, man. It's all good. <laughs> Punisher skull on a Honda Odyssey would be a funny look. Something to consider. That definitely that definitely exists in Orange County somewhere. Oh, for sure. Uh, would you, but would I, you I do fucking think the, say, pussy? <laughs> did you did you cop the Odyssey for art hauling and then fall in love, or do you actually have kids? I don't have kids, but we're about to have a kid in about a month. Mm, um, congrats. Thank you. Um, Congrats, mm-hmm. King! Wow, amazing! That's, that's coming up. We are six weeks out. <laughs> coming up pretty soon. Uh, Birth of my firstborn. I was with my friend in New York this week, and and he was he's his uh, his girlfriend's pregnant, and and he was just like, I'm not nervous at all. And I'm like, What do you mean? And he's like, I'm just not nervous at all. Like it doesn't it hasn't even crossed my mind to be nervous. That's a CBD talking. Yeah, that's he wasn't even high, I, and that surprised me a little bit. I feel like everybody's supposed to be nervous. I kind of agree with your friend. I mean. I, I, I'm a little bit, like, anxious about, like, the day that the birth happens, just sort of, like, logistically. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. is it going to be, like, two in the morning? Is it going to be, like, some, like, crazy, like, 50-hour labor mm-hmm. that's just, like, a marathon in the hospital? Well, luckily, you can you, luckily you can go downstairs to Starbucks. And you know what's crazy, though? Out. No, but with COVID, once you go to the hospital, oh, yeah. you can't leave. You can't leave. Shit. So, and it's only you. Really? Like, you're the only one allowed. Yeah. Right? Like, no mom, dad. Like, exactly. That. So... You. Hope you packed a toothbrush. Yeah, no, we have a go bag. Um, and I'm gonna make sandwiches and like maybe like <laughs> a right. Tupperware full of chili or like seriously like. <laughs> Jake, let's get into the menu. Let's get into the menu. Yeah, what is the, the ultimate menu. pregnant? The you know your little squirt pops on out. It's a healthy, successful birth. What what does Mama and Papa have a real hankering for? Oh, once we leave the hospital? No, well, yeah, I guess once we leave first first meal out of the feds, let's say. Is it a big bowl of chili? Uh, maybe Shake Shack. Hot dog? You like the hot dog at Shake Shack? Probably burger. Just straight up. <laughs> just straight up, dude. Sure. No, sure, but sure, I think sure. more interesting is that sort of like packing food for like two days mm-hmm. that you might eat in the hospital. Um, I'm assuming there's like a microwave somewhere on, on that floor and like... Well, it depends on where you're going. I'm sure you're in a celebrity birthing room and you will be, you know, you'll get the mm-hmm. Beyonce treatment you deserve, I hope. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that, you know, Postmates and Caviar will deliver to the hospital. So Mr. Chow to go is available to you. Um, any of your <laughs> other kind of favorites, you know, will probably be fine. That's actually a good question. I wonder how hardcore they are about that. Like if you ordered food, could you like... I think it has to be certain food. It can't be too stinky in the hospital. Well, no, you know I think I mean? yeah, you're not ordering pad CU to the delivery room. <laughs> oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> I just think that they're hardcore about contaminating people in the hospital with COVID. So it's like that's the whole thing of like once you're in, you're in. Right, right, right. Well, what are some of the most COVID-friendly foods? You think tuna sandwich? <laughs> no, man. What food has the most COVID in it? 
is maybe is the mm. other way to frame that question. I would say chili. <laughs> Chris, you hate chili. It's time. I to hate take a chili. Look at I chili. hate chili, and chili feels covety to me. Jake, you a Taco Bell man? You a Del Taco man? I want you to be honest here. Del. Yes. Are you from California? No, not originally. Um, but I've lived here for I don't know, fifteen years or something. Bay Area and and uh, Southern. I've done both. What what other neighborhoods did you live in L.A.? The first place I lived was in uh, East Hollywood uh, on Normandy. <laughs> really uh, glamorous intersection, like Melrose and Normandy. Yeah, that's a nasty little area. Isn't yeah. It? Um, it's pretty fucked up. Right near the 101 <laughs> overpass. Um, so we weren't on Franklin and Normandy. We were, on, we were, we were into no, the zone. Yeah, more, yeah, exactly. In between Melrose and Santa Monica. And what were you doing at this age? Selling drugs, graffiti. Um, well, that was let's see, that was 2012 that I moved to LA. Oh, okay. So I was okay. I was 35 at that point. I was. Um, Were you coming from the Yay area? No, I. Ooh. Well, I lived in New York for two years before that and hated it. And before New York, I lived in the Bay Area for quite a while. What, what did you not? What did you not like about the Big Apple? It wasn't my speed. It wasn't my vibe. <laughs> Bad speed, bad vibe. I couldn't hang. I, understand. I couldn't hang. It's not. It was wasn't. Were you there for like a job or a reason, or did you just go to try it? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm an artist. I'm a painter, so I was, yeah, pursuing that. Although at, at that point, mm-hmm. I was, I didn't have much going on, um, career wise. There's a banging gallery scene in New York, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, there's a pretty big. Oh, you've heard. There. I see the. I, <laughs> I see the. I see the appeal for you. Yeah. I yeah, and like yeah, over in Chelsea, there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> yeah, and like. I yeah, I didn't have much going on and like my brother lived there so I moved there with my girlfriend and like I just got a job immediately working in art galleries doing art handling. So I kind of made a living doing that for a few years and like tried to get you know I would sell things here and there but I just couldn't get anything going. It just I don't know. I just mm-hmm. wasn't I didn't vibe with New York. It was not yeah. a good fit. So then I was like f this, I'm leaving and um <laughs> there was like a it was a hard time in my life actually like yeah. You said FNYC? I said FNYC. <laughs> uh broke up oh, with okay. my girlfriend Ooh. which was tough uh <laughs> that was tough we'd been together for quite a while i've heard breakups can be yeah, they can be tough and then i i moved to la uh i got the uh 1999 honda odyssey then um moved to moved to la at age 35 and started over ready for your new beginnings yep. And you settled in, and now here we are, and, and we've found some great success on the, on the West Coast. Love to hear it. Boom. So in addition to painting nice pictures named after nice cities, <laughs> you also are on a radio program called Time Crisis. That's correct. Yeah, internet radio program. Internet radio program, not to be confused with the podcast. Correct. Not to be confused with the radio show. Can we start calling this an internet radio show, Jason? It sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are locked into being called a podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. But ha- how has it been doing it remotely? Has it been challenging? No. Um, <laughs> we have a... Next question. <laughs> we have a... Uh, two, two guys, two really good producer engineer guys that um yeah are apple employees that work on the show mm-hmm. so they make things very easy for us there's no uh technical mm-hmm. hurdles that we have to deal with so it's so you just show up and spit bars it's nothing for you yeah yeah it's re- hardest part of your job is figuring out which bank to cash the check in <laughs> uh finding finding a branch that's open well actually i get direct deposit so 
Got it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. So, what do you guys talk about on Time Crisis? Have you listened? I have listened. I'm just, you know, I want to hear it from your voice. Well, you had Nick on. Yeah, we had Nick on. Yeah, Nick, Nick, Nick Weinfeld, pop, very popular guest, a friend of yours. Yeah, yeah, but we actually didn't even really talk about the show that much. We just talked about like the city that he lives in in like tennis. So, you know, if if our listener has never heard Time Crisis, how would you describe the show? Um, it's the main themes of the show are basically classic rock, mm-hmm. delving into the minutia of like corporate chain retail. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, either their online. Let's go. I would love to do that with you right now, but continue. <laughs> either their like online presence or the history of their actual like footprint in the landscape. We have guests frequently. Um, but it, there's sort of like a, a bunch of themes that are kind of that roll from episode to episode. Um, so there'll be themes that sort of like have an arc over the ep- over the different episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Succession style. Exactly. There's also a lot of music on the show. One of the things that's cool about it being yeah. on Apple is that we can listen to mm-hmm. music and talk about music and we don't have to deal with like the the streaming rights. That is nice. That's fun to we can do deep dives on songs, do lyrical analysis. Um so you can be talking about a classic rock song and then be like, you know what? Why talk about it when we can play it? And then one of your engineer guys, boom, yep. plays it up and yep. let's go, and let's then talk about we'll it. talk about the song. Shit, that does that does sound pretty cool. So when you were talking about weaving through the ins and outs of corporate chain retail, <laughs> could you elaborate on what you mean by that exactly, maybe with an example? Okay, I can think of one example from a few months ago. Um, Mm -hmm. During maybe the early days of COVID, there was some viral story that was a big deal for a day on Twitter where this woman was like outside a Red Lobster and was just going ballistic on one of the employees because she had been waiting for her food for a long time at Red Lobster for like four hours or something for her like Mother's (laughs) Day, her Mother's Day Red Lobster (laughs) feast. And so we were like, on the time crisis text thread, we were like, "This is hilarious." And then, and I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna like spend a few hours and like do some research and just do a re- a history report on Red Lobster." Sometimes you can um, research a chain and it's pretty banal, not very interesting. But sometimes you can you can start that process. Sometimes you get a you get a big lobster on the line. <laughs> don't you? And so that turned so that turned into a whole history of the uh, Darden Restaurant Group, which. Um, Mm-hmm. started Olive Garden and just sort of like we'll just go down a whole rabbit hole of like and the and the the listener base and the audience responds favorably to this type of niche investigation I think so I mean it's really we kind of do it just for our I mean for ourselves I don't I don't think anyone was like this sucks do not <laughs> do not do not do a deep dive on the history of uh, a chain restaurant ever again I mean people seem to dig it I've I've never eaten at Red Lobster. I have to admit that. That comes as no surprise. I haven't either. Neither have I. Whoa. Wait, really? Three for three. Oh, for three. Yeah, I'm more of a crab lover than a lobster guy. I assume that you're the same, Jake. Dude, I just had crab last night. <laughs> I had a feeling. Um, Damn, where from? Walk me through your crab story. Well, yesterday was my 44th birthday. Shit, go off, King. Happy birthday. You name name wow. a better occasion for fine crabs. And I'll so, wait. yeah, uh, you know, ordinarily it might be like, let's go to a restaurant for my birthday. Um, <laughs> you know, like a normal thing that people do. And then, I remember sure, that. sure. But this time, 
we were like, well, what's, what'd be a fun kind of festive meal to have? And uh, for somehow we thought of crab. And then I went and picked up some crab legs from um, Fish King in Glendale, California. Are you familiar? Damn, damn. That's Jason's spot. Do you know it? That's my watering oh, yeah. hole, Jake. They know me by name at the King. Oh, that's cool. Probably <laughs> eat there twice a week minimum. No, no, no joke. Are you getting like to go like like sandwiches? Or are you just getting like raw fish that you cook at home? What, what are you doing? I'm I'm mostly I'm ordering to go food from the galley, mm-hmm. um, but I will also order order some just you know raw fish from the market that I would then go home and cook and eat. Cool, cool spot. Um, mm-hmm. Wonderful, great spot. resource. And so yeah, got the crab legs, cooked them at home. Yeah, just a delightful meal. <laughs> Did you did you celebrate with any special alcoholic beverages? Uh, a Corona, <laughs> a little mezcal, um, okay, and actually, okay. it really tied in nicely thematically for the whole evening because we are rewatching The Wire. Do you guys know this show, The Wire? Yeah, I've heard <laughs> okay, of that show cool. before. I heard of that show before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ate that, took one bite of that crab, and you're like, pandemic. Now wait, now I'm remembering why we thought of crab because we were because we're, we're in the middle of season two, which was like the dock mm-hmm. worker season. Sure. And there was a scene of McNulty and Bunk just crushing <laughs> a table full of crab, and they're like slamming <laughs> MGDs and just like uh-huh. nasty crab fingers and just like a shitload of napkins and everything and we were like yo that having looks... their way yeah. with the crab and we're like that looks good let's get some crab for my birthday so boom <laughs> you did a mcnulty style i love the power of television <laughs> it's very suggestive well hey happy birthday oh thank you yeah happy birthday also on your on your program that you guys you guys go long mm. we're talking these these episodes are are is that a euphemism for uh uh B- boring repetitive um no 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 it's a common thing in the well, internet I mean, radio you know, joe rogan goes long as well podcast medium where people do these like three four hour shows i just don't have it in me personally as a podcaster maybe chris if we did a grateful dead style intermission halfway through where you can kind of get your bearings and you know have a sig yeah. and kick your feet yeah, up maybe. for a while then we can finish up who knows but i do like a long internet radio program because a lot of people might consider that you don't really get down into the the brass tacks of things until after the first hour of pleasantries yeah, have been removed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to get that's warmed true. up. I mean, our episodes are two hours. Two stinky long hours. That's. I mean, that's not a that's not a sprint. That's closer to a marathon. Yeah, that's that's nothing to sneeze at in terms of minutes. But when you're playing, when you're playing tunes, that helps. Didn't even think about the tunes part. I mean, there's not a lot of just like straight music breaks. I mean, sometimes the the producer will put in a song as a sort of like if he's editing something and the whole sort of um yeah yeah of course do you guys yeah, edit yeah, yeah. this or is this just like raw no we edit it uh, well we don't jason does i don't i don't really edit it edit it i'm more just I, I'll, I'll skim through and make sure you know it's moving quickly yeah you know remove the the long pauses or silences or ums or likes or whatever mm-hmm. you know all, or the off chance somebody has to go number one or something like that or you say something offensive and we decide to save you instead of letting you fry on twitter yeah that's cool yeah we don't want to get you canceled jake <laughs> yeah we're, we're here for you we're, we're an as ally. much as it might feel like it with our line of questioning we don't <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i was gonna say time crisis definitely we have like a few piss breaks that's nice yeah 
You need it. If you're taping for two hours, some, I mean, we're usually taping for longer, two and a half, sometimes three. Mm-hmm. And Papa's, Papa's got a squirt. There's no two ways around it. <laughs> yeah. If you're drinking beers or drinking iced coffee, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you getting are you getting a little bit litty on the mic, depending on time of day? Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll Like if we tape at night, which is generally the case, I'll, I'll have a few brews for sure. I like we see we usually record this time and so Jason's not able to be drunk, which I think is probably better. Um, yeah, I've learned that that podcasting while a little buzzed off of alcohol is often pretty good and it will make me say funnier things or you know be a little more loosey goosey. But with marijuana, it's it's quite the opposite. I go I just go straight inside. You know, I start worrying about and fixating on things that I said forty five minutes ago, and it, nothing good happens. Yeah, I can. That, see that being said, are you ever are you ever potting off of a fat ass bong rip? No, not a weed guy. Not a weed guy. No, not even as much as you guys enjoy classic rock and the minutia of corporate retail. <laughs> uh, it sure sounds yeah, like no. it sure sounds like you're a That's weed guy. That's true. It, it's yeah. You've got all the trappings of a weed guy. I would I would say smart money is that you're you're packing a backwoods. But why? What, what's your relationship with weed? I mean, I don't have much of one. It just doesn't do a whole lot for me. I mean, I guess occasionally I'll like to have a little bit of like a of an edible. You've you've never been burned by a flower though. Wait, what? What does that mean? What? That means that means you may have had uh, an unsavory incident. You know, you got too stoned, oh, and we're like, "I'm putting the pipe down, never again." You know what I mean? Yeah, I've had situations where like I get really baked, and yeah, like just the classic like you turn inward, um, mm-hmm. like your heart starts to race, you get dry mouth, you call your mom and say goodbye you get paranoid and like <laughs> that's not you feel out of control like if like 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 if you get really toasted i mean i don't like that feeling of that sort of out of control and like i do chris is salivating at really the thought of that. you like <laughs> i mean i'm sober i'm sober so I, I yeah i liked it too much but yeah getting absolutely <laughs> smacked off a blunt is the i mean i i like incapacitated for 30 minutes is is really yeah so 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 some people would refer to the the phrase couch lock as a derogatory term and chris looks at that as a the idea of a good good evening am i wrong especially if you're alone wow i I think it's yeah (laughs) that's yeah Yeah, some people like to feel out of control yeah i'm i'm more of a control guy just like you jake i i i if i don't have a little bit of that control going on I will spiral out. That's why I haven't really messed with any of the needle drugs. Oh, you know what hell I mean? No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with what's up, pussies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with booze, with booze, I'm good. Like I'm, uh, I can you can gauge it. I feel like sometimes with edibles, mm-hmm. you don't know how much you just took. Yeah, you jump off the mountain. You do, and you're you don't know when you're going to land. Mm-hmm. And with booze, it's sort of like, all right, I just had a few beers and it's some tequila. It's like I know where I'm at. Yeah, you know how to get home. I can pump the brakes. Right. You could draw, you know, you could, you, so you do drive drunk. Uh, Does that honestly have some dings in it? I don't want to get canceled here, guys. So what is the painting practice like during COVID? Are you going to the studio every day? Is it like a nine to five or are you going in late? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty unaffected. Um, I'm fortunate in that sense because I work by myself. And so, yeah, my hours are, it's pretty full time. I mean, it's pretty much like 10 or 11 to five or six. Damn. Okay. That's that's good. That, yeah. That's, is the studio outside of the house, mm-hmm. or is it? Is it? Yeah. I, I I appreciate the the discipline and stick to itiveness working nine to five in the in the lab. Yeah. Me too. I think that's hard for a lot of people to do. Mm-hmm. Well, painting. I don't know. Painting is uh, it's a slow 
process and it just requires, I don't know, you just have to put the hours in. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's like if you're a writer or something or, you know, anything like maybe I'm just, rom- I'm not a writer. So maybe I'm just romanticizing it. I feel like you might get like a burst and like really like make a lot of headway in an hour. But like painting is not really that way. It's just like hour to hour. The It's about the flow, you know, yeah. it's like, it's a, it's like kind of, it's a real like tortoise kind of pace. Yeah, like with writing, you could be like, "Oh, I Eureka! I have the perfect idea for a story," and you could sit there at your computer and type away for an hour and get the bones of it out. Exactly. You know, go to bed, wake up the next morning, and, and send it to your your editor or whatever, and you got something. But with painting, you're like, "Eureka! I've got the idea," and then eight months later, it's starting to shape into something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that would eight months on a painting would be wild but um i mean there are people there are people i was exaggerating yeah yeah no it's exactly that that you have the idea yeah michelangelo ever heard of him (laughs) i'm a fan (laughs) (laughs) what is the are you working on a show right now in particular or like a body of work or are you just in the lab cooking I was supposed to, um, I just finished a big body of work about a month ago that was supposed to go to the Brussels Art Fair, and I just heard yesterday that the fair has been canceled for the second year in a row due to COVID. Um, God damn it. Fucking COVID, man. You know? Only in Brussels. So what are you going to do with it now? Is it going to, are you going to go virtual? Are you going to sit on it? I think what we're going to do, because I... Should I check Craigslist? I actually got a... I got a call from Nino. Actually, I was I was I was pulling up to the Fish King. Paint the picture. Yesterday, I got a call. So I'm sitting in the Honda Odyssey. Um, <laughs> I put it in park. Yeah. I'm sitting outside the Fish King, and I'm doing the call with Nino. And he's like a boss. He's uh, he had a suggestion that we try to take the work to Marfa, Texas, for the Marfa. Invitational, which is an art fair Ooh. happening at the end of April. Yeah, everything's wide open in Texas. Huh? I guess it's still happening. I, you know, I have you been there before? I have been to Marfa. I've driven through. I've, I haven't spent a lot of time there. I've spent a night or two there uh, over the years. Have you? Are you guys big Marfa fans? Yeah, I've actually been there a lot. We were oh, wow. like three times, I think. I, I it, it was wor- it was work related. Like, like what were you doing? We'd be shooting something there. Like, okay, you know, like that kind of stuff. But I, I, I really like it. Actually, I think it's probably since I, it's been a while since I've been there, so I think it's even more developed than it was when I was there. But I'm a big Judd head, so I like to see his. Oh, cool! You know, anytime I can visit the motherland. I mean, I, I said this recently somewhere, but like, I think that going there and seeing it there is one thing, but then. I, I put off going to the apartment in Soho in New York just because like I, I lived on the street and was like, I can do this whenever, like who cares? Mm. And then I went to it in the last like year and it blew me away it could, to see that. I think in that environment, like in, in West Texas, it makes sense because there's so much space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. But when you see a, a five floor fucking building in Soho outfitted that same way, it's like a lot more livable and interesting in a way to me Yeah. Um, than like almost land art would feel. I don't know, but Marfa is a special place, and I think that I I get it. I mean, I, I think the influencers have stopped going there now, and it's probably like <laughs> kind of leveled out a little a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. It does have that sort of a slightly kind of corny uh, reputation at this point. Yeah, but it's it's unfair. It's unfair. But it is unfair. It's unfair because it's like it's like bands. Like if 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 I, I the band a band cannot help who its fans are you know what I mean so I try not to judge mm-hmm. you know if I like the music I try to take the fans out of it it's the same way it's like yeah I like this place I've been there a lot the restaurants are great the weather is good the people are nice like I can take away the fact that you know there's some white chick in a big hat taking a photo it's fine 
Yeah, Chris is able to block out the Fallout Boy fans, the Killers fans, <laughs> all of his favorite <laughs> bands. Uh, exactly. Demographic. Yeah, I don't even know if Fallout Boy does have fans besides me, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, uh, we were talking about Joe Rogan. We we're talking about Texas. Do you? There's a lot of podcasters, comedians content creators who are leaving california and moving to more remote states in in the in the country <laughs> do you have any plans to do that yourself jake absolutely not he's a cali boy absolutely not good answer okay good answer jason i knew we weren't dealing with a pussy here we're dealing with a real man <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it too I, I guess i mean i well i was gonna say like i don't understand what i haven't like done the research on like what rogan was so upset about with california or a lot of is it just high income tax? I don't. Hey, it's the same thing we're upset about. Fucking Gavin Nuisance. That's the that's what it is. I think it's I think it's a combo of Taxes. The, the, the the tax rate, the the way the city is run, with the way the state is run. You know, all those problems that have been going on in California, homelessness. It just gets worse and worse, and you just pay more and more, and nothing is happening. And yeah, just, I mean, and also the internet. You're you're able to create, you know, if you have a YouTube show or a radio show or a podcast, you can do it anywhere in the world now. To me, he's just rich. That That's what it comes down to. He's just rich and he wants to pay, pay less money. And to also, if you're a stand-up comedian or a live performer and you really miss it, you need to perform in front of other people or else you'll have a psychological breakdown. You can go into Austin or anywhere in Texas and do that today. You can go have a stand-up show. You can have a concert Yeah, in many parts of the country. I'm not saying that is a good thing. Yeah, or hop on the PJ and go to LA and and I can I, 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 I could see point. this I could see this being a problem. Like I know it's like really hard to like build stuff in in LA and like even like build like like ha- houses like actual yeah buildings. or if, even if you want to like renovate your house and like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I yes. know that can be I've heard from friends that it's like it it can just be insane. a lot of red tape. a lot a lot of red tape. You want to put the pool in the in the in the backyard. Exactly. You know it's going to take four years and three hundred thousand right. dollars, and you know greasing the palms, blah blah blah. Not down there in Texas or you know Oregon, Las Vegas, Oregon. That's funny. Unfortunately, Oregon. <laughs> it's it's Oregon. It's it's a play on our the name of this podcast. I don't oh. know if you caught that? How long gone? Yeah, oh, actually, we kind of. I did we, not put that together. That's good, Chris. <laughs> Jason, that's why I'm kind of in like the branding and marketing space. Um, but I think that the, um, I, I do think the appeal to. I was just in Atlanta with where where I'm from with my family for a couple months, and I'd never I hadn't spent that much time there since I was 18, and I'm 30, what eight now, and I was just like. I kind of get why people like this now. Like I used to be like, this is so fucking boring. How could anybody live here? You know what I mean? And being back now, I'm like, okay, I understand the appeal of this. Like it, it's not for me still, but like I definitely don't have the same feelings I had about it before. And I think if you're feeling trapped and overwhelmed in New York or LA, that stuff is very, very appealing right yeah. now. Yeah. <clears throat> As you get older, you know, you kind of realize what makes you happy, what you like to do, what you don't like to do, and you don't feel the need to escape. Thank God what makes me happy is Erwan, hot restaurants, beautiful people, and traffic. Yeah, but now you can get, you know, two out of those three in most cities in the world. You know, every every right. dumbass city has like a cool little coffee shop, a, a place to get your natural wine, you know, some food truck with fucking dumplings that is bomb as hell. And <laughs> you order all of your clothes online. No, you're right. You know, you could be but the just, coolest I, person in town. The, no problem. You, you, you can't match the energy of a major city. You just can't do it. You know, you just can't do it. Nothing. I mean, I was just in New York for like a couple days and I was feeling fucking invigorated, even with 20 inches of snow on the ground. You know, I was feeling alive. Just really? the energy of the Big Apple coursing through my thick veins. Rick Ross voice. Are you being sarcastic right now? 
No, I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead serious. You're dead serious. Yeah, it was tw- it was fucking twenty degrees. Oh, that sounds There's awful. Eighteen inches. <laughs> It was awful, but it was, but it was, I mean, I still, I think New York just either works for you, it doesn't, and you kind of know that immediately. Yeah. And I'm glad to say, after not being there in my apartment, I'd been away from my apartment for like eight months. It was really the first time I'd been back. Oh. I That feeling is not lost. That's cool. Still got it. Still bomb after all these years. Honestly, I was surprised. I was kind of going back. I, I was feeling a little weird, like, oh, I'm probably going to like really want to get out of here. But honestly, the snow was pretty bad. If the snow wouldn't have been there, I'm sure I would have stayed for like an extra week just to just to be a part mm-hmm. of it, you know, mm-hmm. just to be a part of it. Chris, we'll get back there. Don't worry. I know. Thanks, TJ. <laughs> well, Jake, you know, speaking of all that stuff, where where do you sit on outdoor dining restrictions, all those things? Are you participating in in doing that or are you guys keeping it pretty We've got a we got a four top at little Dom's tonight. Let me know if you want to join us. <laughs> 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 is little dom's is little dom's doing that i'm sure outdoor dining i mean i think every restaurant that has outdoor dining available is doing that huh. pretty much they, they kind of have to i don't know if they have much of a choice well things were everything was shut down for a while so i i, I kind of lost i kind of stopped keeping track of what the restrictions were because i just we've kind of just been in our own rhythm of like well i mm-hmm. i do my work at the studio and sometimes we'll order food to go from like an indian restaurant or something usually make stuff at home so no, mm-hmm. to answer mm-hmm. your question, haven't really this summer. I think we went to a few places outdoors. Um, so maybe so it's it's been long enough to where that part of your brain has you know it's sort of died or not died, but it's just gone a little dormant of like totally. where are we going to go out and eat at? Okay, well look, if you want to go to Sunset Tower, let me know because there are there's a few tables by the pool and and you know we can we can <laughs> I'm happy I'm happy to spring for a a, a, a shrimp cocktail for the two of us. It's you know it's unfortunate because that happened to me as well and I'm a, I'm a food lover I'm a dining lover and a cooking lover and that part of my brain of like let's go out tonight is completely gone yeah it's really a bummer I mean have you been going out not really I mean they I think it was just it's only been open for a week a week it's yeah. it was a week la- uh yeah last Friday is when it started and we haven't gone out but I'm I'm going to Hawaii. In a couple weeks, uh, so I'm I'm trying to keep it pretty quarantine because if I don't, I have to take a test to get into the island, and if I don't, if I get COVID, then I'm not going to be able to go to Hawaii, and that's it's a big thing. But I guess for you, since you got a baby on the way, you got to keep your nose pretty clean. Well, that's right? the other thing with the with the pregnancy. We've been that changes. Also, the can you imagine getting COVID now, like after like a year? <laughs> Yeah, and then like, I unfortunately, unfortunately, I can. But yeah, I know what you mean. Why did you get it? No, I no, I haven't gotten it. I wish I would have gotten it. I mean, um, just with the vaccine around the corner, it just seems like I just you like open up the New York Times every day and you see that like three thousand people died and sort of like being so close to the finish line, and then it seems crazy. Like, I mean, I don't know how close we actually are, like the three of us, to getting the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder what the actual timeline is for 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 us because we're like the last people to get it. Yeah, I hope like a couple months, like April or something. I don't know. I think they're gonna get into a groove with it. There's like some some rough, kind of a rocky start, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think they're gonna get into a groove, and then it'll it'll go. I mean, to be to be fair, and I'm not a government apologist, but you know, it is it is an unprecedented thing to try to figure out how to do when everybody's like on your ass about it. So it's like I, I can I, I'm not surprised there were some hiccups. It would be cool if there was like a fully coordinated federal system like how do you like it'd be cool if you could like prove that you had been vaccinated like i don't think that's gonna be 
a thing. Well, they're talking about they're talking about that vaccination vaccination passport. Oh, like really? That you have basically like a document that will allow you to travel that says you. Oh, have okay. The, the, well, Jake, official... the vaccine. I don't know if you've heard the vaccine itself has a microchip inside of it that lets the government know <laughs> that you have. Okay, it. so you just get scanned on the on the barcode. Exactly. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, you I don't it. know. I don't know what part of YouTube you're watching, but Jason watches some <laughs> different ones. Speaking of watching, what are your Super Bowl plans this year, Jake? Is that Sunday? <laughs> that is Sunday. Can you believe it's been a year already? Jason, have you, are you inviting me over or? I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to, but I'm a little, you know, with Hawaii looming. I don't really want to fumble the bag not to use a football. Um, you know. Do you really? You, so you really don't want me there when the weekend does a halftime performance? You know, you're missing out. Yeah, we'll out. see. We'll 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 do we'll do an in, a 15 minute Joe Rogan instant test at the door and see if you <laughs> yeah, see perfect. if you're clean, and then yeah, you, know, you can come in and have some of my onion dip. Sure. So so many so many Rogan references this app. Jason loves Jason loves Rogan. Do you listen? Do you listen to Rogan, Jake? Yeah, he definitely does. I've listened to a lot of Rogan over the years. I mean, and you also threw out an Adam Carolla podcast reference, well, which is the real, real triple OG. Yeah. Me I mean, real, I, way back. I well, I used to love Carolla on Love Line like twenty years ago. So same when same. I was delivering pizzas yeah. uh, in, in Oregon. <laughs> like man, Carolla, every, like I love that show. Wow, I love the I love painting the picture of you delivering pizzas in. That's Oregon very cool. What nineties movie Line. is that? Yeah, what 90s movie is that? Stone Age? I'm going Stone Age. <laughs> a fine film. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, I, w- I worked for, for Papa John's in Portland. <laughs> Not Shout out to the Papa. Yeah. You know, so when you said get on the PJ, you had a different meaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, you were, so you're delivering pizzas, listening to Love Line. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm the same thing. You know, I grew up in Southern California. He was on K-Rock oh, yeah. my whole childhood growing up. Now and also that's kind of how I started listening to podcasts forever ago was when he got fired from his radio job and started potting. Yep. And I was like, Oh, what's a podcast? I got into it mm-hmm. and now I I definitely don't listen to him because he turned into like a right wing nut Fox News freak. I know. It's a bummer. I haven't listened to him in years. I remember how bad did he get? Like how bad did he get? Crazy bad. It's like Ben Shapiro level shit. shit. I always wonder too about like because I know that guy Bald Brian still works for him. Do you remember like like because mm-hmm. like Bald Brian was like the the engineer and kind of like occasional on mic uh, sidekick. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder like yeah like what is Bald Brian's vibe? What is like he has a, there's like a woman that's on the show. Anyway, like do 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 all the co-hosts that seem like level headed, yeah. you know, liberal people? Do they have to laugh along whenever he makes like a Oriental guy joke, and they have to go like, okay, because otherwise they'll just get I fired? Wonder. I kind of want to check. I kind of want to check in. I, you know, I thought that like I don't know, like a couple months ago, and I checked in, and it was just them playing Fox News videos and then screaming and talking shit wow. on like Democrats. Wow, it was it was it's gnarly. Wow. Oh, it's, it's like that. It's, it's like full on. He's he's lost. But I think that's kind of what happens is when you when you have a podcast that starts off as like a comedy show and then you stop doing comedy and people just know you as like, oh, you're a right wing guy. You have to keep kind of feeding that fire or else they're going to go somewhere else. No, you do. You know, he, he's like he's like in his you know, he's like 60 years old now or something like that. Like he's not really. Yeah. No one's going to really w- be responding to him that much. That world is a little bit, I feel like, too, like the more extreme you get, the more rewarded you are. Maybe maybe more so than a lot of other worlds. 100%. Yeah, the more you're screaming about shit, the better those ratings are going to go. That's how you like actually hold attention because it's, it's so competitive with other idiots screaming, you know? I mean, because like Rogan doesn't do that. I mean, so 
to circle back to Rogan, I, I, I always keep an eye on his program and will listen to maybe one out of like 20 or something sort of de- like just depending on the guest. And like, I remember getting really into him like early, like kind of like early podcast days. It was like Marin Corolla and Rogan. And like when Rogan would just have like Duncan Trussell on and they would get stoned and like, just be like, just be like, I think I'm a table. Like they would just get so stoned <laughs> and he would do like, <laughs> like, and they do 45 minutes on how crazy trees are. Yeah, exactly. And like do the like live reads for like the fleshlight. I, I, yeah, the, that, the early days. Back in the day, I, I love that stuff. But then, and I loved when he would have like weird, like alien, like, like, you know, like weird, like rogue, like Egyptologists on and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I was actually talking about this earlier in the week on the pod, but how like all these comedy podcasts, like the ones that we just listed, I don't remember the last time I listened to any of those and actually laughed at a comedic joke or like, <laughs> that's anything. true. Yeah. It's, it's just bros talking about stuff in their life and long pauses of nonsense and you know talking about their teslas as opposed to their honda odyssey right as opposed to their honda odyssey <laughs> it takes, <laughs> but i, look, I it wonder takes if that's kinds. just it takes is, is that a is that an eminent fate for everyone who just <laughs> once you once you hit a certain age a certain tax bracket are you just gonna be like ah fuck it like i'm just gonna talk about my shit and that's it but those guys all went in kind of different directions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Rogan is is arguably the biggest podcaster in the world. That's so wild. Mark Marin is kind of like a stop on every celebrity's mm-hmm. like press tour. Right. Mm-hmm. And and Adam Carolla went off the fucking deep end to become you know Ben Shapiro's dad. So it's like yeah, but they're all they're all straight white men who are millionaires from podcasting though. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Before Rogan moved to Texas, with lived within a five mile radius of each other as well. <laughs> I guess then. I guess then. Unfortunately, I, I would have to say Marin maybe is the best outcome. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Pow. <laughs> but you know, I don't. Li- I don't really listen to. I, I listen to Mark Marin every once in a while. Same, same as you said. You know, if there's an interesting yeah, guest I, that I check sparks in. my interest, but. But you know it ain't funny. That's for sure. But last time I checked in, I was I. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I checked in for the Seinfeld episode, and it's one of the worst podcasts I've ever heard. It was <laughs> unbe- it was unbelievable. It was painful to listen to. Wait, how how so? I'm trying to remember. I listened to that. I'm just it just didn't work. I, I don't know how to explain it. You know what you you understand because you do this to to an extent. You know, uh, but it, it it's just. You could just tell, like, it, they could not get it. They, they couldn't just, get the wheel spinning. They could not get it, and he's so famous, and, and Marin is, like, uh, like kind of starstruck and also hates him, I'm sure, because he's, like, more successful than him. Right. The energy was just really strange and, like, kind of off-putting, and, and I think also a guy like Marin really is suffering from, like, the not being in the studio situation maybe more than some other people, like, not having that face-to-face. Yeah. Mm, yeah 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 like how do you work this doohickey zoom laptop uh, yeah I like i i think he's probably suffering like whereas rogan just has like a staff and like pivoted immediately and made it work because he had youtube was such a big part of his business anyway mm. you know what i mean whereas Marin is like truly a podcaster at, at, at his core you know that's all i want i just want to be a legacy bro like him have a nice you know 1.8 milli on the on the good part of glendale Sit around, smoke doobies, and play shitty guitar songs. What more do you want? <laughs> Be able to pull up to Fish King and order whatever crab you want without even checking the price tag. Without even checking the price tag. Yeah. But I do think that there is something to be said about as much as we want, you know, interesting guests that are popular. It's like at a certain point, like, do I want? I, I don't know if I want, you know, 
every actor stopping by How Long Gone to talk about his new movie because that just doesn't interest me personally very much. The early WTF was like, I remember him like explicitly saying like, I don't want this to be a promo stop. Like he would have, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. <laughs> it would be it would be comedians and actors and musicians that he was interested in that and it was totally separated from any sort of like promo cycle. And it, at some point, it did switch to like, okay, well. And, you know, he's been doing it for 10 years. It's like, you can't really fault him that. That like He paid the cost to be the boss, as they say. Right. Yeah, he hit his stride, and there was like a real, like, strong kind of glory period. And now it's much more of like a stream, like, oh, like Claire Danes. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, now now he is absolutely becoming the, the press cycle. But, you know, when they're like, hey, McConaughey has a new book out. He's going to go do every single podcast. You oh, know, that was funny. I remember no. that. Like the um, Hard to say no to get, you know to McConaughey talking to you for an hour. That's going to be good anyway. Did you guys reach out to McConaughey when he was doing his press cycle? <laughs> Unfor- he, unfortunately. I don't, think he, I don't think he responds to DMs on Instagram, unfortunately. <laughs> his team does that, man. <laughs> I, I, I need to revisit. Maybe I'll revisit Marin again just for fun, just to see if I, how much I hate myself. Well, you know, when, when I think about him podcasting with, with Jerry and they just can't get that wheel spinning, it's kind of like you, you should be better at podcasting by now. You should be able to figure out a way to if, – if you can't get the vibe going with Jerry Seinfeld. No, but he seems tough though, right? Seinfeld seems pretty prickly. I, no, I I agree. But if you're the, if you're the biggest podcaster in the world, like you got to know how to handle that. But but isn't that what makes Marin sort of compelling? Is that it is just raw. It's not like that's a, that's a good. Point. It's not that's like Seinfeld just going on like some you know on Jimmy Kimmel. It's just going to be all surface and like smooth. Yeah, but you you can be raw and destructive. You know, if if you see the podcast is turning shitty because your guest is kind of a prick and you got you guys clearly don't like each other. Make make that entertaining. That's just that's, jump off the fucking that's, bridge. That's yeah yeah jump off the bridge. That's compelling content. Don't just like, you know, struggle to get it off the ground and never do it and say like, all right, we'll talk to you. See you around. Good luck with the whole thing. I, I, I guess the, 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 the main point is, you know, a, a podcast above all should be entertaining and you should make it entertaining if you're the host. If you fail to do that. You should have your stamps.com money revoked. Damn. I wonder if it's the point. I wonder if my parents know who that is. I feel like they don't. Marin? Probably not. Yeah, I feel like it's not there yet. Podcasting in general, unless it's a celebrity, I don't think my parents would know who either the three people we've been talking about are. Yeah, I've suggested Marin to my mom a few times because there was a guest that maybe I thought she would like, and then I don't think she could get through the intro. <laughs> well, and, you know, that makes two of us, Mom. Yeah. She's like, he kept saying, what the fuckers, what the fuck sticks, and I don't <laughs> like that language. Exactly. That at the top is just sort of like... And my mom isn't like, you know, like bashful about pe- about people swearing, but I think she was just sort of like, what is this? Like what what is right. this? Yeah. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with the medium and that's how it starts, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Your mom's like, I could handle the F word, but I just uh why I don't want why do I listen to this? Yeah. I think that he I don't know, the stuff with his the stuff with his like girlfriend dying and shit, that was like really rough. Brutal. Like that mm-hmm. that to me is also though when he's kind I mean when he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder about like comedy, 
I, I don't care about comedy. Like, it's not cool. I, I, I would much rather you, like, th- bearing your soul is always going to be more interesting to me than, like, a, another story about the store, you know? It's, like, a little bit. And, I mean, obviously, you can't access that all the What's time. What's Lauren like? Yeah, like, the, I mean, I love Saturday Night Live. Like, love it. And even I got tired of the Lauren narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even I grew tired of Lauren talk. This is why we pod, guys. Or this is why we create internet radio potting about other pods <laughs> someone's got to do it let's just one slice on the papa john's pizza of this <laughs> entire program jake but uh, i'm glad that we could circle the wagons and chat with you thank you for for taking the time yeah yeah thank you for pot- for potting with us and i i wanted to say i am a big fan of your for, of your paintings i really oh, like cool, them a lot thanks and i i wish you continued success with that and uh, you guys all check out time crisis on apple music uh with jake and ezra caning um it's what is it once a month it's every other week give give jake a little google check out his work um and mm-hmm. uh where Smash can they find follow you? Where on can they, instagram so yeah where can, can they find you on ig um paintings streth s-t-r-e-t-h great name Perfect. great handle it is it is it's sexy and to the point i like it <laughs> and happy birthday and uh, mazel tov yeah. on the new on the Thank new you. Yeah, congratulations man this, is a, this is a big I'm, I'm glad we could get you in here before fatherhood sets in and your mindset changes you know <laughs> um congratulations yeah happy birthday we'll talk to you soon all right awesome